This is the MMA Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Petrie. Fight Island. Fight Island. Fight Island. Welcome to the MMA Takes Podcast. I was going to record this earlier. I want to record. So I got home at like 2.30 last night. Fights ran long, boys. Fights ran long. Uh, got home. Didn't go to bed at like 4. Had to wake up. Had to watch the little one. Um, oh, God. This computer's acting up on me. Excuse me. Had to watch the little one. Wife had to work. Um, so I was recording earlier. Got wiped out. A little bit of a headache. So I'm recording a little bit later. So if you can hear the energy in my voice just not being there, I apologize, guys. I apologize. Okay. Working through it, powering through in it. Uh, but we got a lot to talk about. We got some recap stuff on uh, Fight Island UFC 251. Uh, we're going to go over some of the performances I liked, didn't like, all that jazz. We'll go over who won between Devin and I. I know you guys are very curious of the competition. And Devin and I, especially me, I think the competition is way bigger than it is, right? We have some good listeners. We have some fan interaction. Uh, I, got, I got some tweets and some messages over the weekend from some people that you know, you know, appreciate the show and they like my picks and stuff like that. I appreciate that so, so much. That's awesome. Uh, keep listening. We're going to get more picks. I love this shit. I love this shit, but, uh, yeah, so we'll go over everything and then, and then we'll preview some other things. I gotta, I got, you know, we'll talk, we'll talk guys. We'll get over it. Sorry. My computer just like crashed. I had some things pulled up here and, uh, <sighs> power went out last night. Like I, so usually I get the fights in my house. I had, I got them at my buddy's. Sometimes we'll go to my buddy. Sometimes he comes here. Um, I was on a hot streak watching from my living room. Like literally, I just I just kept winning. So the last time he came over, I think it was the last pay per view. I lost. I, I I lost money. It was my first down week. So I'm like, well, the streak's over. So we might as well just get it at your house, right? And uh, so we got it at his place yesterday. Last night, my power went out for like several hours. So good thing we did because if I would have ordered Fight Island and not be able to watch fucking the card paying 60 bucks or whatever it is and i don't even know how you get your money back from espn you know uh i would have been irate i would have broke pretty much everything in my house without without fucking question so we'll get fight island though some of the first uh you know what a little little disappointing if i'm being honest with you right um for some reason i just I, you know, I'm such a huge MMA fan, and I want the sport to grow, and it's the only sport going on right now. It's trending higher than a Conor McGregor fight, all these things, and then it just, some of the fights just weren't there. I thought, I saw, I thought me, personally, I thought some of the fights were fantastic. Petrion's performance was great. Max is great. The main event was kind of a dud. A lot of people really watched that. They wanted, the, you know, Jorge Maso entering the shadow realm and all that shit, so... Usually I start from the bottom up. I'll go main event and then we'll work our way. So I'll go main event, then I'll go bottom up. Because you got to get the main event out of the way. So Usman versus Masvidal. Listen, Masvidal took this on, what, six days notice. Big underdog. Really tough style matchup. I'm an Usman guy. I bet Usman. I won on Usman. I had a great night betting. We'll get to that in a little bit. I had a fantastic night betting. I'm back, baby. Okay, I'm back. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, boy's back. Um... But uh, Usman, a guy, my guy, didn't look great, right? Some of his entries looked a little weird. Um, Jorge Masada looked great stopping the takedown. I mean, Usman just kept working, working, grinding, grinding. 
wasn't the greatest performance. You know, I had some of my MMA take colleagues chirping me on the thing. Oh, this is boring. This is bullshit. Listen, it's not my fault that Jorge Masvidal can't get himself off the cage, right? He can't work his way out of the clinch. Usman's a big, strong dude. Push him against the cage. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you that it was a great performance because it wasn't. Uh, uh, Usman did not look great, but Masvidal didn't look great either. I know, oh, well, he took it on six days. Well, Usman took it on six days, too. He was training for a different style fighter who, Gilbert Burns, I think it might be even a tougher matchup. But I was impressed with Masvidal's cardio, uh, considering he didn't absolutely gas in the five rounds. Um, his strikes definitely looked a little off. His boxing didn't look as crisp. He looked really good in the first round, came out hard, which is what he should have done. Uh, Landed some good shots. Usman, again, just found success in that cage, and it is what it is. I'm just more pissed off. I'm not more pissed off. More pissed off, huh? I'm not pissed off that Usman, my guy, one of my guys, put on a, a, a put on a performance like that. Because if you watch a Tyron Woodley fight, one of the most dominating performances in the Colbert Covington fight, instant classic, right? Um, so you're gonna have some duds in there. Event, you know, obviously. I just I'm upset that I love this sport so much that there are so many eyeballs on this, and then I got to go on Twitter and see people like from Barstool or people from other you know guys who don't watch fights, kind of like oh golf's more exciting than the UFC or a comment like that. I'm like ah, you know come on, I right? you know that hurts me. That's what hurts me. But uh, overall, I thought Usman showed showed uh, you know his, you know he has just better skills at this point, right? He's gonna always be a problem for Masvidal. Masvidal could have six weeks to give eight weeks. His striking's going to look a lot better, right? His cardio will be a lot better. His takedown offense looked improved, but he's got a lot of work to do. You know, he's got to win a, a one or two more fights to really get back there because uh, Usman just has his number. He's, he's, you know, he's got the cardio, he's got the power, he's got the wrestling. Uh, his striking didn't look that bad. He he, he hit uh, Masvidal with some good strikes in the clinch, outside the clinch. Masvidal, again, props for him to taking this fight on six days notice. That is a BMF. That is a bad motherfucker. Um, a little disappointing in the main event. I, I don't know what I was expecting. I was expecting a more dominant performance by Usman, in my personal opinion. Um, I thought he maybe was going to have an easier time taking him down. When he did take him down, uh, Masvidal did a really good job stalling him. And uh, I just I don't know why these elite wrestlers like Usman, who, who's good to get takedowns almost every fight, right? I don't know why, instead of really working their stand-up, which obviously he's working on with Trevor Whitman, but why don't they just really get sick on the ground? Like, I never understood that. Like, Clay Guida was in his prime. This might be a bad example. I don't know why he popped in my head first. Clay Guida used to get everyone down in his prime. Like, and I'm talking like mid-2000s. Like, he would take everyone down, but that's all he would do. And he would have a little bit of ground and pound. He would out cardio guys. He really didn't have the best ground game. Right. And I'm just sitting there thinking like, if this dude just had a little bit, just had a killer darts, had a killer, uh, fucking front choke guillotine, rear naked choke, anything, he'd be such a problem. And a lot of these really elite wrestlers just don't do that. Like Ben Askren, like he doesn't have the best submissions on the ground. He's going to wear you down. And he's going to TKO you with punches. I think that's the easier route for these guys. That's the more natural route. Like, I want to see these wrestlers get just sick on the ground. And I think that's going to eventually come. I think guys that are that, that maybe like Bo Nickel, for example. Um, I don't know if he's coming to MMA, but I know he, he has done some grappling. I think he went against Gordon Ryan. Um, if he learns jujitsu, he's going to be fucking nasty. Like Khabib, Khabib's great on the ground, but he's not like a submission threat. I know he tapped out Connor and, and Dustin. Maybe he's working on it, but prior to that, he wasn't like a killer on the ground with his jujitsu or any kind of submissions. And, uh, I just, I don't understand why Usman, like Usman had a front choke and, uh, or a position for a front choke or darts. And I don't, not necessarily saying he would get it, 
But it'd be nice if he just added that to his fucking, you know, his arsenal a little bit. All right. So first fight of the night. So that was the main event. A little bit of a lackluster. That was Devin obviously cowered out and picked Usman with me. But that was my lock of the night. So I got a point on that. I beat Devin, by the way, six to four. Yeah, you heard that, right? I'm going to take a drink. I'm going to take a victory drink after that. Ooh, this is going to taste good. Yep, that tastes like victory, baby. So I beat Devin 6-4. It was close. You know, he, the, the, the fight that it came down to was Max. He had Max. We'll get to Max at the end because I want to end with that one because that was probably the most intriguing fight. Obviously, a lot of controversy. So we'll kind of run through the bottom card. Martin Day versus David Grant. David Grant was the underdog. Easy play. Didn't play him. Uh, I picked him, but didn't play him. Uh, knocked out Martin Day. Looked pretty good. Again, I, I shit on David Grant like two fight with his last fight. I'm not going to pick against the guy, right? I, I said, I don't know how this guy isn't, you know, why still in the UFC. Um, you know, I'm wrong. Then the next fight was an absolute fucking train wreck. Carl Rosa versus Alyssa Mello. Mello's 0-3 in the UFC. She's never made weight. Get her out of the fucking UFC. Rosa looked so much bigger in there. It was unbelievable. Dud of a fight. Then you got Rival, Rylan Paiva versus, I can't even pronounce this guy's name, but I'm going to try. Zaga Zagamugov, right? Interesting fight. You know, a lot of nut shots happen here. Rylan Paivov. Rylan Paivov is a guy that I'm high on. He was Devin's lock. He won. A lot of people thought Zumagov won that fight, which I, I don't see how that could be possible. I thought it was fairly close. I just thought Paivov laying at more shots. I thought Zumagov didn't do anything um, besides stay in the fight. Um, offensively, I, I wasn't impressed by him. I was really impressed by either of these guys. Paiva, to me, fought the better competition, had some bad luck in the UFC. This was kind of maybe... You know, uh, Zumagov is a is very tough, right? Making his UFC debut, has a good record, has fought the who's who outside the UFC, has fought some really good competition, but I thought Pavo could have maybe put the step on the gas just a little bit more here, and that didn't happen. Then you had the big boys, Martian Tybora versus Maxim Grisham. Uh, we split on this. I had Tybora. He just big-bodied, man. Um, you know, just use that big fucking body and uh, another boring fight. So next up, uh, Leonardo DeSantos. Leo Santos versus... Um, Roman uh, Magilov, was it? Bogilov. Both of us were on Santos. He was my send him home on the night. He should have got the send him home. He should have finished that fight. Gassed himself out. I don't know what Mark Goddard's doing. The guy was turning his fucking back. Got head kicked, got dropped. I feel like any other ref would have stopped it. I think I said something online. A guy was like, well, do you see what he did at the end of the round? Yeah, because the fucking guy got gassed. He got a second win. I think every fighter could do that. Doesn't mean they weren't hurt in the moment. Um, I, maybe I was a little too sensitive of that because I really wanted that fight to get, you know, I want, really want that finish. I really want to be right on that fight. Obviously, I picked Santos. I bet at Santos as well. So as long as he got the win, he got nut shot a bunch of times, illegal knees. That fight was like 45 minutes. I mean, literally that fight took forever. It felt like two hours. So, um, yeah, props to Santos for winning. But, uh, you know, wasn't probably the greatest fight in the world. Um, and Santos is 40 and he never fights so i you know i don't know what i mean what do you do with that a guy who doesn't fight but has skills who's now on the older end right i mean he's been in the ufc forever he's like six oh and one he's no loss in ufc one draw to norman park what do you do with that <clears throat> clear my throat there next up you had mark one amir Connie versus danny henry uh amir Connie looked good he came out didn't Go crazy, went in, took him down, got his killer, got his darts, got his uh, uh, borrow choke, whatever you want to call it, anaconda roll. He looked great. He, he He's dangerous on the ground. You know what I mean? He, he looked like a first-class guy afterwards. He helped Danny Henry. They said in on the broadcast that Danny Henry's team said, oh, we're training for this. This is what we trained for. Well, um, we, he didn't train enough because he got his fucking neck took. 
Next up, you got uh, Eliseo Dos Santos Zolecki versus Muslim Sokolov. A lot of people had a problem with this. They had Sokolov winning. I bet at Sokolov. I won my parlay on this fight, so thankfully... Um, it was close. It was a close fight. I probably scored it to Santos if I'm being completely unbiased, right? I'm glad Muslim won because I won money. Uh, you know, that's always good. Cha-ching, cha-ching. But uh, I thought Dos Santos maybe did a little more. It was a very even fight. It was a very competitive fight, but he did drop uh, Muslim. Muslim got hurt twice in that fight, I believe, and Dos Santos didn't. Uh, very entertaining fight. You know, both guys match up really well. They have similar styles, and uh, it was a fun fight to watch. You know, it wasn't as crazy as maybe i thought it was going to be but it was a, a high level striking match and a fun fight to watch and uh both guys uh both guys impressed both guys i think i mean i think Muslim maybe might be flirting with the ranking at this point you know what i mean he's fucking what 17 and 2 or something like that i think he's undefeated in the ufc so uh maybe put some respect on his name the feature prelim Volkanozamir versus yuri prasaka uh <laughs> yuri my underdog lock this won me the fight this won me the, the thing against devin i bet at this fight straight up two units ecstatic when he won if you watch Yuri's fights, which I did, I studied a lot of his fights. He's very awkward. He puts his hands down. He was goofing off a little too much for me, right? I like guys that feel comfortable in there, but he was doing some goofy shit that I was like, well, well you know, you probably don't need to be doing that right now against a guy like Volkanosmir, who's probably the t- is the toughest test of your career, who does have power. He got wobbled a little bit in that first round, and then um, in the second round, he came out and just fucking blitzkrieg Volkanosmir. I don't think anybody's knocked out Volkanosmir. I know Volk has never been knocked out in the UFC. I don't know if he has in his career, but that was a fucking... He slapped him. Super impressed with Yuri. He came out, and I loved his honesty post-fight. He said, I was fucking nervous. It was the octagon jitters that first round. I was a little shaken up. I was fighting outside myself. I took too many, way too many shots. That's usually not like me. Um, I'm not ready for John Jones, you know, after fucking, you know, uh, Devin's calling him Johnny Walker, which I completely disagree with. Um, Johnny Walker after his first fight was calling for John Jones. This guy's a little bit humble. He's a little bit, you know, he knows his place. I, I would like to see a fight with him and Johnny Walker. I think the sky's the limit for this Yuri guy, Yuri Pasaka. a lot of hype coming into the house, risen champ house. What? A lot of hype uh, coming into UFC with being the risen champ and, and having a great record with some sick knockouts. Um, after that first round though, he really proved it. He landed a beautiful head kick. His movement's really good. He's awkward. He does fight kind of weird. That can get in, in, can get him into trouble when he fights some really high level guys. But if he really hones it and cleans it up and, and, and creates something unique, then he's going to be a problem because he does have knockout power. Like he'll sleep you. Like he, he fucking wobbled uh Vulcan with a kick. And then finish with a right hand, a clean, long, straight right hand. This guy's got really long hands, long hands. Fuck, Brian, really long arms. And uh, he looked fantastic. I, you know, the first round was rough. I was on, I was on the edge. It was my biggest bet of the night. I, it's very rare that I big bet an underdog, but I was very confident and I need to get back, right? You need to, you need to build that bankroll. You need underdogs. You don't win money betting chalk. You, you got to take some unders and, I was like, fuck it. Let's just, let's just do two units on, on my guy Yeri here. And he, and he pulled out. So, this guy could be one of my guys. He won me a lot of money. I don't know. I have to think about it. All right, next up, pay-per-view. Page versus He-Boss. Oh, Page, 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 Page. So hot. So, so hot. Now, I don't know who her management is, but, you know, probably shouldn't have taken this fight before your contract uh, negotiations. Dana said, listen, she should test for agency. She got smoked in the first round. Let her go test free agency. I don't care, right? Uh, I mean, someone's going to pay her, right? She'll go to Bellator. She'll go to 
maybe Aries if they have money, but Bell- probably Bellator, right? She'll go get paid somewhere else. That's fine. Uh, it's all about getting paid. She's obviously not UFC caliber. I think she is a solid fighter. I think she comes from a good team. She's incredibly likable, incredibly marketable, incredibly hot. But uh, yeah, I mean, you got to win in the UFC. She just hasn't been doing that. So yeah, he boss is a problem though. He boss looked great. Her post fight speech was electric um, or interview, not speech. She is someone that you can get behind and root. She's cute. She's talented. She's a hard worker. She's good on the ground. Her stand ups coming a long way. She's a savage in there. She's a finisher. Um, yeah, I really liked his he boss. All right, next up was our YouTube pick of the week was Jessica Andrade versus Rose. We both were on Rose. Now, I try to get a little cute with the with videoing the YouTube. So I got a sick camera. If you follow me on YouTube, uh, YouTube, I'm takes podcasts on YouTube, subscribe, you'll know that my video quality is it's up there, right? So when Devin and I do it, we do it via Skype. <clears throat> and I hate my the camera on my computer. So I try to record myself with that. And I, long story short, I fucked it up, right? I was trying to edit it Friday. I was going to get it up Friday night and then like, you know, send the link out on Saturday and shit like that and let people know of our YouTube pick of the week. I'm trying to engage the YouTube fans and all that shit. And uh, yeah, I fucked it up. Okay. So that was that. But we both were on Rose. I thought Rose looked good. This was a really good fight, competitive fight. Rose clearly won round one. Round two was very close. I scored it for Rose and round three was all on Drage. Andrade laying the bigger shots there. Please, Andrade, I know you're short, but go to 125. You're going to have so much more power at 125 because you don't have to cut all that extra weight. She's thick. She's muscly. Um, I don't think you're going to get another shot anytime soon. Wei Lee knocked out in the first round. You just lost to Rose. If Rose wins the title, beats Wei Lee, then obviously you can do a rubber match. But you could probably get a title shot right away at 125. I think Andrade needs to go up. Fight of the night, awesome fight. Rose looked good. I, you know, I, I'm a supporter of Rose. I like Rose a lot. And uh, just a really fun fight. You know, Rose, her stand-up it looked on point. She got hit a lot more than I remember her getting hit. You know, her nose got broke and her, and her eye got fucked up a little bit. But she's a dog in there, man. You know, she's got, uh, I said on the podcast, she might have a little mental issues, a little confident issues, a little whatever. But she looked like she had fun in there. I loved her corner. I know a lot of people were sick of Pat Berry. They don't like Pat Berry, but... The positivity coming from that corner. I'm a guy that fuels all positivity when I'm doing something. So uh, that was cool to see the corner really just be so super positive towards, towards her. And uh, that was good. That was a fun fight. All right, first title fight, Petrion versus Jose Aldo. I had Aldo. I took a shot on the underdog here. Um, Petrion has never beaten a top five opponent, and he's the champion. Isn't that crazy? Never beat a guy in the top five, and he's now the champion. He looked good. I I really want to see what Petrion had. I really want to see, and this was the fight to really see it, right? Jose Aldo looked good at his debut at 35, even though he lost. He's a, he's a problem. He's a good striker, striker for striker. Uh, Aldo was throwing some leg kicks. He was he was mixing it up. Petrion had to switch to southpaw, which clearly to me, early on, looked like a problem. It looked like uh, Petro didn't really know how to lead southpaw. He was countering pretty well, but he didn't know how to engage and lead first and then he figured it out and then really started putting the pressure on he went five rounds no problem no gas tank problems he's powerful he's patient he can take it uh and, and he's a savage in there right i i really like that fight aldo took way too many punches at the end there that was bullshit they should have stopped it way long before that but aldo's got hard he kept moving he didn't want to give up he got hurt to the body early it was a kick that did it they kept showing the punch on the ground but before that Petrion landed a beautiful kick in Aldo's shot. That was the one that hurt him. And then Petri reversed it, and Aldo uh, got hit to the body and hurt him even more. I don't know if it was a broken rib or just a liver shot or what, but good performance by Petrion. That was a really good fight. Uh, 
you know, I'm interested in the guy, right? I like the guy. I wish he spoke a little, you know, his Twitter's really good, but his English isn't all that good. So if, if he starts getting kind of like, you know, if he starts talking like Khabib a little bit, maybe learning a little bit of English, I think he'd be, I think he'd be really promotable because he's an exciting fighter. And they, they asked Dana who's next. He said, I don't know. I'm, I'm just worried about Wednesday. Fuck that. It's Aljamain Sterling. You cannot pass up Aljamain Sterling for Petrion. I know there's talks that they maybe want to slide Cody in there because him and Cody got some problems. No, 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 no. Aljamain Sterling has been wrecking house at 135. If it's not Aljamain Sterling versus Petrion, I, I won't watch the fight. Nah, I don't know. I probably will. I definitely will. I'll do something else, but it has to be Aljamain Sterling. That's just that's just completely unfair if it's not Aljo. And I think Aljo matches up really well with Petrion. There's a lot of questions I have for Jan's game that Aljo Main Sterling's going to fucking answer, right? Can you defend takedowns? Is his cardio that good? How good is his grappling? He's big for the division. Seems strong. Can he handle someone that's awkward? Aljo Main is a fucking killer on the ground. I can't wait for that fight. 135 is fucking super interesting right now, boys. Super. All right, last fight to talk about, Alexander Volkanovsky versus Max Holloway. This one, so this decided Devin and I's uh, thing. Devin had Max. He was his underdog lock. He would obviously got the points if he won. He thinks he won. He told me he won. Uh, not only does he think Max won, but he thinks he won the competition. Well, he doesn't because I have the scorecard right in front of me. But uh, I thought I scored the fight 3-2 Max, right? It, to me, a lot of people, I'd have to go watch it again, right? I thought the third round was the round that was in question of, of who took the fight. A lot of people said it was actually the fourth round. I thought Volkanovski won four and five. Max clearly won one and two. And I thought Max won three. And it was very close. I don't think it was a robbery. I don't think you can say robbery because I do think it was a very close fight. Volkanovski seemed a little off. Max seemed great in those first two rounds. Confident, landing his strikes. Wasn't crashing in with his punches was keeping him at distance he was getting his leg chewed up the inside leg kicks were adding up they really were but max was handling it very well never switched stances he looked good but he also slowed down in the fifth round now that could have been because he wasn't training as much he wasn't in the gym as much he didn't have as many partners but max slowed down in that fifth round he gave up that takedown and volkanovsky i think got two takedowns in the fifth round clearly a fifth round for volkanovsky but i thought the as they say the hay was in the barn for holloway but uh, yeah, I mean, it was it is what it is. I mean, I I I never thought Volkanovski, even though I think he's really good, I just don't see him being a long term champion. I think Max matches up really well with a lot of those, those in the division, except Volkanovski. But I think Volkanovski matches up really bad with some guys. Like Zombie called him out. Zombie said some shit. I think Volkanovski's gonna have some problems if you fight Zombie Zabip. Uh, maybe not Zabip because he can maybe withstand Zabip Storm, and then Zabip's gonna gas. But it's interesting. I don't know. I've, my prediction was that uh, Volkanovski wasn't going to be a long-reigning champ. Um, he had some problems, too. He didn't go to New Zealand, I think. You know, he was training in Australia, so he might not got the quality of partners. He seemed a little off to me this fight. Uh, he, the first two rounds, he obviously gave away. He got dropped with an uppercut and a high kick. So um, I don't think there's chin issues, but, you know, obviously he got hit. And he's a hittable guy. Like, you can, you can land on him, and, and Zombie's got some power, so... I had it for Max 3-1 or 3-2, excuse me. That that was my scorecard, but I won't say robbery. I won't say robbery because it was very, very close. And judging is, you know, it's opinion-based, right? People probably thought Volkanovski maybe did enough in that third round or, or whatever round they decided. I haven't seen the scorecards yet. So that was Fight Island, UFC 251. Awesome stuff. Again, I put a hurt on Devin. And once again, I went 10-3 and three on my picks. 
And I bet Yuri big one. I had a parlay with Santos and, um, excuse me, Santos and, uh, Piva won that two units on that as well. Cause those were like my two kind of locks of the night. Right. And then I went Usman Rose and I won that as well. I lost my max. I, I, I bet it max. Right. So I picked Volkanovsky on the picks cause I'd rather be right than win money. Again, you can't win money betting on fucking chalk. You got to take a risk. I bet Max is an underdog, right? Put a half unit on him, lost that bet, and then I lost on Aldo. Aldo and uh, Muslim was another uh, parlay I had. Uh, Muslim obviously won, and Aldo dropped it. So uh, overall, really good night. I'm up, I think, like five units, close to five units. So uh, not a bad night for your boy. <laughs> I told my wife, I said, we're going shopping. Uh, not really. We're not going shopping. No, money's mine. All right. Um, that's okay. So we're at 24 minutes. I want to keep this kind of short and sweet since it's a little late. I want to get this out this week. Um, there will be a pick for the Wednesday card. I'm going to hopefully do it tomorrow night late. My wife works and this will get home and hopefully I'll pop in here and do it uh, real quick. Good card. Solid card. I, I, I printed off the sheet today. I went over it. Excited about it. Calvin Cater, uh, Dan Ige on Wednesday night. It's going to be sick. Hopefully that'll be up for you tomorrow night, Tuesday morning, uh, to get your pick in. Uh, or to get your bets in or whatever. Follow me, fade me. Do whatever you got to do. Um, UFC 252. Well, let's go EA Sports first. EA Sports UFC 4 got released. Uh, Mazadal and uh, Erie. Mazadal and uh, Izzy, <clears throat> excuse me, on the cover. Love the cover. A lot of people shitting on it. I think it's cool. They've done like the traditional covers in the past. This is the fourth game. They're adding different things. Backyard fighting. They're doing like Kumite underground Muay Thai shit like they're doing something different and they're keeping it authentic with like the UFC side but uh I'm very excited I'm I I am a video game guy I grew up playing video games um I'm playing Last of Us right now which is which is an awesome game sometimes I get really hot in a video game sometimes we go I love sports games like I'll buy Madden every year uh ever bought every single UFC game from the THQ the undisputed days all the way to the A days I'm really excited about this and it's coming out quick August 14th when they were premiering the trailer last night, uh, almost, or yesterday, they premiered it, and then they showed it on the uh, broadcast. I'm like, oh, this is going to come out probably in fucking November when, when the, the new gen comes out. But no, they're putting it out fast. I think it's smart. UFC is the only game in town, the only sport in town as of right now. I know MLB is coming back in a bit. Uh, NBA and, and hockey are coming back in the end of this month. But... It's the only game in town. Preseason's canceled in football. I know Madden's coming out. Some They usually put Madden out in August as well. Um, but this is a really good time to release this. I, I'm super excited. I love the cover. I, I like doing the career. I'm gonna, You know what I'm going to do? Since I have the podcast now, I always want to do this. I'm not a big online gamer because I'm not good at video games. I love video games. I've been playing my whole life. But I'm not good at them, right? Um, I think the only game like I've, I'm like good at is like... I, uh, not nothing, right? I don't think I like you know, like when I play, I think I'm good, and I play against somebody, and I'm not good. Like Madden, like I've played Madden my whole life, but like I would lose to somebody who's only played a handful of times. That's just decent at video games. I'm just not good at it. But I do want to maybe do something like uh, a Twitch thing. Maybe I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Maybe streaming some of the fights, some of the EA stuff, uh, the UFC stuff uh, via the podcast. I think that'd be fun, right? Just seeing me get my dick kicked in because. Again, I'm not good. PS4. If you're listening to this, get the uh, UFC PS4, UFC 4 PS4, and uh, we'll do it up. We'll do it up big. I'll give you my, uh, I don't even know what my name is. If I'm, maybe it's MMA Takes. I'll have to get back to you. I don't know. So that was exciting because I'm a video game dork, and um, 
they re- they uh, came out with that. But they also released UFC 252 card, which um, the video game comes out August 14th, and this card is August 15th. So really good transitions there. DC, huge gamer. He's doing the commentary. They took Rogan out of the game because Rogan won't do new voiceover work. And they put um, DC in the game, which I actually love. So UFC 52, though, was uh, announced, and it's a sick card. So they got... On Tapology, they got Greg Hardy versus Clear Roundtree. Clear Roundtree is very upset they released this fight information. He said he has not signed it. He does not know if he's taken it. And he's very upset. Shut the fuck up. Whatever. This is your last fight in the UFC anyway. Uh, who cares? So that's going to be the first fight if it happens. Michael Cape, who's got a lot of hype around him, fighting Rod- Rodrigo Bontarine, which is a really tough fight for him in the first fight in the UFC. That's a good fight at 125. You got Felice Herring versus Vima. Jana Roba. Uh, Jana Roba is a, a, a mean-looking son of a bitch. She is she is scary. I feel like Felice Herring hasn't fought in like 20 years, so whatever. Then you got Liviana Renata Souza versus Ashley Yoder. Yeah, okay. Good, solid fight. And then Frankie versus Pedro got booked. This isn't obviously the complete card. This is just what they have up on Tapology. But on the pay-per-view, they released the, the, the five-fight pay-per-view card, which I think is pretty stacked. Frankie Edgar versus Pedro Munoz got rebooked. Munoz popped for coronavirus. They moved it to this. I think that was a good fight to make. I think that's a solid fight to keep. Instead of sending Frankie to Abu Dhabi, keep him in the States and, and let him re- rebook with Pedro. That's a solid fight. Then you got my boy, Sugar Sean O'Malley versus Chito Vera, which we'll get to in a little bit. We'll end the show with that one. Uh, I love that fight, personally. And then you got Magomed Ankalaya versus Ayan Kutulaba. Rematch, we all remember how Kutulaba was... Doing some goofy shit. He would act like he was hurt, but he wasn't hurt. And the ref stopped it and he complained. Some weird stuff. They're going to go out again. I see Magomed and Kalayev just destroying Ayn Kutalaba. It is what it is. And you got Junior Dos Santos versus Jairzino Rosenstruck. Normally, I wouldn't really care. I would think Rosenstruck's going to destroy Dos Santos because I feel like he's not the same fighter he was. But he's looking pretty lean and mean, man. He look, he's looking motivated at the fight. Uh, Rosenstruck's coming off his only MMA loss. Not embarrassing knockout. And it's not embarrassing to me because you got knocked out by Francis Agonu, who's a fucking savage. But embarrassing in the sense that you kind of really confident. That was a fight you asked for, and you got put out within like the first minute of the first round. So uh, in that sense, it's embarrassing. But he's fighting Dos Santos. I love that fight. Come in event. The main event, you got Steve versus DC3. I don't know how that's not going to be a fucking just world-class fight. You know, DC... Probably going to come out and wrestle. He's he's almost said as much. Like, hey, hope you like wrestling because that's what I'm going to do. Uh, Stipe's a, a decent wrestler himself, but I, I see uh, Daniel having no problem getting him down to the ground. I feel like it's going to be a little more, more than that, right? I feel like DC will go for takedowns, but they are going to stand up. Stipe is a good knockout puncher. They both got one knockout on each other. Um, really interesting to see how this goes. Daniel Cormier, one of the good guys in the sport, one of the guys who... Probably will take over for Dana White one day. Is going to be a full-time commentator after he retires. This is his last fight. He says, win, lose, or draw. This is it for me. Um, you know, he's 40, 41, I think. So uh, good for him. You know, I don't think you need to do the Jones thing. You've lost the Jones twice. I know once was on steroids. But uh, this is a good fight. I like this fight to end with uh, Cormier, uh, Stipe, and him. It's an interesting rivalry, right? Because they start on the ultimate fighter. When they booked this fight, we're like, you yeah, know, okay, two nice guys in the sport. They're on the ultimate fighter. Not a lot of friction. Had the first fight. DC knocks him out, and Stipe becomes kind of a sore loser. He keeps begging Daniel to fight him again, and Daniel took Derek Lewis' fight instead of the Stipe fight. Then they rematch. Stipe looked in incredible shape for the rematch and uh, knocked out Cormier after losing some of the earlier rounds. So now you got a trilogy. It's one of the more 
unexpected trilogies in, in my my opinion. It's it's one of those ones that kind of I didn't really see happening because sometimes with trilogies it's like heated, but they're comp- so c- competitive and evilly matched that uh, that that kind of boiled the trilogy there. All right, so the last thing I want to talk about, everyone knows, and maybe not everyone, if you're listening the first time, welcome. Hit the subscribe button. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. Uh, follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. Everybody takes podcasts. Follow me on YouTube. Everybody takes podcasts on YouTube. Uh, hit subscribe, whatever, follow. I don't know. What, what's the difference? I'm a shock, Sugar Sean O'Malley guy, right? I like Sugar Sean. Now, it's so, I'm not his demographic. I just said I like playing video games, but I don't play Fortnite. I don't play Call of Duty. I don't, I don't do any of that. I don't smoke weed, right? I smoked weed in high school. Didn't really like it. I don't do drugs. It's just not me. I don't even drink. So Sugar isn't a guy that I traditionally would root for for personality reasons, right? But he does have a good mental for the fight game. And... I think his skills are really, really good. He is fighting Marlon Vera, who is, they got a little heat. I think they were supposed to fight a couple times. Cheeto calls him out all the time. Cheeto, very good fighter. He's 5-1 and one in his last six. A lot of people uh, thought he won his last fight against Song Yunong. He's been around for a long time. Uh, so this is interesting to me. This is going to be interesting to me. This fight, I think it's a really good fight for Sean O'Malley. A lot of people thinking Sean O'Malley is this world beater, guy that's ranked number two and why is he taking this fight that's a guy that's unranked Cheeto Vera I think could be ranked John Dotson's two and two in his last four and he knocks out Nathaniel Wood and he gets number 13 I think Vera could easily be ranked he should be ranked I mean Song Yudong took his spot essentially but I love this fight I'm defending the fight for Sean O'Malley a lot of people and when I say a lot of people Devin and Tim think that O'Malley's getting an easy fight here uh I think O'Malley's gonna make it look easy I think O'Malley will make it look easy until he gets in the top 10, if I'm being completely honest with you. You look at the top 10 guys, and I think Sean matches up really well with them. He's going to have a problem with the Marops. He's going to have a problem, maybe even a Cody Stamen or a guy who's really going to grapple, and that's the big question with O'Malley. O'Malley has insisted that he knows how to stop that. He knows how to uh, stop wrestlers. He talks a lot of shit about wrestlers, so you're going to have to stop it. Um, but I think this is a perfect matchup. They got heat. They are supposed to fight before. O'Malley's third fight this year. If he comes out and knocks out Marlon Vera and he gets one more in, because he's going to he fight in August, August 15th. He gets one more in by December, and he has four knockouts in one year or four stoppages in one year. How do you not give the guy fight of the year? At least one of them, that's a fucking crazy tear. You know what I mean? I think people like hating Sean O'Malley because of... His arrogance, maybe, maybe what, you know, his hair, he does the multicolor hair shit. I don't know. I just know when the guy went on Rogan, he was very thoughtful. He was very smart and uh, he knew the fighting game. He knew his skills. He knew he wouldn't, what he needed to do to get better. And I think the two years off that he had to take for all the steroid bullshit or whatever it was, I think helped him more than anything. I really did. So I'm a big fan of Sean O'Malley. I'm defending my guy and uh, I think he's going to knock out Cheeto Rivera and I think he's going to fight probably maybe Rob Font. Um, maybe at the winner of Cody, Jimmy Rivera at the end of the year, uh, Cody Stamen, that is, uh, maybe Dom Cruz. He did make a video calling Dom Cruz out somebody, right? And then he's going to get put in the top 10 cause he's going to get another finish by the end of the year. That's four finishes in one year, no matter the competition. And he's fighting guys in the UFC. He's not fighting bumps. He's fighting guys in the UFC. Um, if he goes four finishes by the end of the year, how does he not getting, get into the fighter of the year conversation, Right. I mean, who else would be fight of the year right now? Fight of the year is Wei Lee versus Joanna currently, right? But who else would be fighter of the year? Who else has really dominated this year yet? Like won like a bunch of fights and keeps going. 
You know, Jorge Masvidal won last year, right? Did he win fight of the year? Or was it Izzy? I can't remember. But yeah, I mean, listen, Sean O'Malley, four fight knockouts, four fight finishes in one year. You better put some respect on that boy's name. All right, that's it. That's the show. Like I said, I'm going to have pickums. Going to record tomorrow. Going to put them out Tuesday. Have the card right in front of me. Decent little main event. Um, I'm excited. Then we got, I'll have a pick them coming out Thursday or Friday for the fights on Saturday as well. Back to back. I think Figueroa is fighting Joe B. I think he did get on a plane to Abu Dhabi. Uh, the, the negative test or the test that was positive was a false positive. So I think we're good there. This could be a sick main event. Um, and that's it. That's the show. Uh, remember, follow me on all social media. Uh, and let's fucking go. Woo! Hey, pal, do me a favor. Get her down off there. What do you say? Woo! I say let her dance. Woo! Escort this gentleman to the door. Do you see that shit? He's real good. The name is Dalton.